On the afternoon of the day of the resurrection, two disciples were headed to Emmaus, a small town about eight miles west of Jerusalem. Today's scholars are divided as to the exact location, with there being three possible locations, and we are standing here today in Abu Ghosh. These disciples would no doubt have gone to Jerusalem for the Passover, but now they are heading home with confused minds and troubled hearts. They would have heard about the death and resurrection of Jesus, but would have been unsure about the latter as it could have been hearsay. They had not made much distance when they were met in their journey by a stranger. They were so absorbed in their despondency and disappointment that they hadn't taken time to notice his physical appearance. Jesus, listening to their gloomy conversation, longed to bring them some hope and asked them why they were sad. One of the disciples, Cleopas, turned to him and asked if he was the only person in Jerusalem who hadn't heard the talk of the town. In verse 21 of chapter 24 of Luke, he then proceeded to say how Jesus had been crucified and then he said, we trusted that he was the one who would have redeemed Israel. People had many expectations of Jesus, one of which was he would free them of their subjugation and bondage to the Roman Empire, that he would use his supernatural powers to defeat them. These hopes and dreams were dashed, however, when they saw Jesus crucified on the cross. Sometimes our hopes and our dreams are not the same as God's, and he uses disappointment to merely redirect us to a better plan in life. Jesus listened some more to them retelling the story of his own death and then in verse 27, he began to expound to them what Moses and all the prophets had written. Often we only hear what we want to hear. We only read and pay attention to the parts that appeal to us. But Jesus showed clearly how the Messiah was to have no earthly kingdom, how he came to serve, demonstrate true love, and how he came to die. Arriving here in Emmaus, Jesus wished to go on in his journey, but he was persuaded by them to stay a little longer and eat some food. Here we see the importance of hospitality, for unbeknownst to us, we might be entertaining angels unawares. As Jesus took the food and broke the bread and blessed it, they saw his hands and the nail scars in his hands and realized that it was Jesus. No doubt they wanted to bow down and worship him, but in the moment they realized who it was, Jesus vanished. They then return to Jerusalem with a testimony to share, and they find the house where the 11 disciples are, and they explain that Jesus has risen, and right then, in their midst, Jesus appears and says, peace. He holds out his hands and encourages them to touch him and see that he is real and that he is not a spirit. They see the scars in his hand for the first time and now they know that it is Jesus. He then eats with them and spends time teaching, training and educating them. Both at the table in Emmaus and with his disciples, Jesus uses his scars to prove his identity. 
Jesus has supernatural power and is not bound to keep his scars, but he chooses to do so as they tell a key story about who he is as a person. In heaven, we will continue to look on these scars as they tell a story about his immense love for us, about the high cost of sin and the sacrifice that Jesus made. May our hearts burn within us as we hear this story and may it compel us to surrender our hearts to him.